Welcome, ladies, to the Real Estate Investor Show, providing inspiration, strategies, and insight to empower women investors to live balanced and financially free lives. Now, here are your co-hosts, Liz and Andressa. So on today's episode, ladies, we have Sharon Lecter, who is the co-author of Rich Dad or Dad, author of 27 books, international speaker, and someone we adore and appreciate in so many ways. We had her on our show prior, and we have her back on today to actually talk about creating a personal financial plan. And what I loved about this conversation is that we can get really complicated with any plan, but we really broke it down, or she really broke it down in a very simple way that's actually achievable and doable today. I like it because it's holistic, right? We talked about having kids and how we can create something that it's not going to just benefit us, but past generations to come. And one thing that I really liked it is when she talks about a controlled environment. There's no freaking way we can create a financial plan and really achieve our goals by doing it by ourselves. So she mentions about putting ourselves in an environment where we can control that we we're with people that think like us, that have the same goals and values as as we do. And that is the key. I'm super excited for you guys to listen to, to this episode. Enjoy. Before we get into sharing story, let's hear a word from our sponsors. Interest rates are sky high in 2023. And buying a rental property means you could get stuck with an 8, 9, or 10% mortgage rate. But what about a 2.99% rate with rent to retirement? Rent to Retirement has 2.99% seller financing available on turnkey properties. You heard that right. That's a seller financed 2.99% interest rate with an average cash flow of over $900 per month. Plus, they've got options where you can put as little as 5% down with no PMI. As the nation's leading turnkey investment company, Rent to Retirement helps investors build headache-free, high cash flow rental portfolios. And since their properties are fully turnkey, newly built or renovated, leased and managed, anyone can invest, even those who aren't into landlording. So what are you waiting for? This 2.99% rate deal won't last long. To learn more, visit renttoretirement.com. That's renttoretirement.com. Or text REI to 33777. Again, text REI to 33777. The dream of owning a vacation home can be daunting. From finding the best guests, to the maintenance, to organizing the cleaners after every guest day. With Vacasa, they make that dream into a reality. As a full-service vacation home management company with vacation homes in key destinations across the U.S., they know a thing about how to make owning a vacation home easy and profitable. On top of proactive property maintenance visits by professional local teams, a hospitality-driven booking platform, and around-the-clock support, Vacasa earns homeowners an average of 20% more revenue from their vacation homes. Vacasa is always thinking of ways to simplify the vacation homeowning experience by putting your home to work for you. If you're looking to make more from your vacation home, work with the reliable property manager, and finally have peace of mind, partner with Vacasa at vacasa.com slash biggerpockets. That's vacasa.com slash biggerpockets. Welcome back, ladies. This is Liz. And this is Andressa. Welcome back to the Real Estate Investor Show, where our mission is to empower women to live a financially free and balanced life. Right, Andressa? On their own terms, whatever that looks like to you. Exactly, right? We're so different. There's no one 
recipe or a secret that fits all. And we're so excited about this week's guest, uh, Sharon Lecter. Uh, needs no introduction, but uh, she is an, an amazing leader in our space. Uh, author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which was the start for so, 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 so many of us. Um, and, and, and author of Exit Rich and many, many other books. And we've had her on at episode uh, 188. And, and you're back with us here today. So thank you for being here. Thank you for uh, being who you are in, in our space and, and, and just so honored to have you back here today. Well, thank you. And I'm always looking for that next generation of experts that are sharing their wisdom. So I applaud you and honor both of you for, for doing what you do. It's incredible. Thank you. We appreciate that. Uh, so as we get into our, our, our show here, we'd like to share something coming up for us or a quick, quick story that has to do with supporting you and empowering you in the space of obviously real estate investing is the vehicle that many of us use for financial freedom. Number two, are you running your business like a business? I'm sorry, are you running your, your rental properties and your, your, your portfolio as a business, which is our second pillar that we hold very true? And thirdly, and it should be number one, are you taking care of yourself in, in, in all of it? Because we could all kill ourselves and work really hard and make a lot of money and then not have the health holistically to, to, to really kind of go in on. So those are our three pillars. So we'd like to share something coming up for us in those three pillars, right, Andressa? So wait, yeah. what do you have today, uh, this week, my friend? Well, I have a quick story with my son, Lorenzo. He's now seven. And by the time he might be listening to this episode, he might be 13. So, but <laughs> mommy's going to be sharing a lot about you. And it's it's all good, okay? So the, the goal, I think many women invest in real estate is for generational wealth. We just don't want to build something here that we can take a picture of the car, the, the, the checks or whatever. It's deeper than that. And I, I want to make sure that when I live this world, I'm not living my son just a business, not just, right? Only a business asset. I want him to have skill sets. I want to like think, train his thinking. So this week we did a training. We've been calling this, oh, I'm training your eyes type of deal. And I'll share with you guys, what do I mean by that? So we had dinner together and then there's the part of the cleanup in the kitchen, right? And then I say, hey, buddy, come support and do your part here. And then he looked at me and he said, you know, mommy, it will be super easy if you tell me exactly what do I need to do so then I do it. And I was like, that's a great thinking. However, we're going to do a training eye session here. I need to train your eye, buddy, to see things because then I don't need to ask you. Then you're going to see it then you're going to become more and more independent, capable, confident that you are able to bring a lot to the table, not just here, but in your classroom, everywhere else that you go, you're going to have a trained eye that is going to be looking at how can I contribute here? What can I do over here? And then we did that. My urge to just say, Yes, that goes in the fridge, right? Instead, I was like, okay, is there anything else here that needs to be put away? And he's like, let me think. Oh, eggs. Eggs goes inside the fridge. I was like, exactly. So, and then we keep doing it. And, and, and he's like, and then yesterday, 
he was going to take a shower and he's like, you know what, mommy, don't tell me anything that I need. Mm. I got this. And he said he did this with his little hand. I got this. I'm going to turn on my eye. He said that. I'm going to turn on my eye. And I already going to look for all the things that I need for me to take a shower. And he was so proud that he, he did the entire process from lotion. Great. Lotion, he put lotion in his body. Right? The whole thing. And I think that that's what it, it is. Right? And then when... When it comes to money, when it comes to investing, when it comes to running a business, I can't just be the one telling. I need to them to create that muscle so they can see it, they can be it, then they can have it. And then it will last generations to come. I think that uh, one of the studies says that it takes two generations after to destroy everything that was, was built. So generational wealth is important. And that is why we selected that as the theme for InvestorCon 2023, coming up on May 18 and 19. And we're super excited to have Sharon Lecter as the keynote speaker. Sharon, you're going to be speaking. I love the book Exit Rich because that's that's a, a, it really embodies and gives a, a blueprint of how women can build a business that will be they will be able to sell if they choose to or pass on. So I'm very excited about your presentation about that. But let, let's give people a sneak peek over here before we get started. What else people can expect from your presentation, Sharon? Well, first, I just want to um, applaud you, Andressa, because I teach people as a, from a parenting perspective, you want to be a mentor to your children, not an enabler. And the root word edu of education is educati, and that's to draw out. And too many times you try to drill in information in our kids, exactly what you're talking about, telling them exactly what to do, teaching them like robots. But if you allow them to draw out the education that they already know and they can recognize that you trigger their entrepreneurial spirit. So congratulations to yeah. you. I'm very proud of you. That's is so important for parents to allow their children because that grows their self-confidence just like you said you know he was really proud of himself and that is an ongoing development for kids where they realize that they have incredible ability and sometimes they just need the mentoring not somebody to do it for them so okay. congratulations and i'm looking forward to being with you guys because yes i'll be speaking about exit rich but the the foundation of that is you are the CEO of your own life and you're in control. And a lot of people work really, really hard and gather a bunch of stuff, a bunch of assets, but they don't do the foundational work to make sure that it will last. So you can have a successful business, but is it sustainable and is it scalable? And so we're gonna be talking about some, some of the aspects that people think are boring, but like the legal foundation or having the right agreements um, you know, I was talking to a client yesterday. I said, no deal is better than a bad deal. And too many times people are get emotionally attached. So high emotion, low intelligence, right? Mm -hmm. So you're really excited and you go into a deal because you want it so much, you're passionate, but you don't do the due diligence you need to make sure it's a good deal. And so, and particularly when you're on your own, it's so important to have the right mentorship, the right people. That's why it's so wonderful that you're bringing people together at this event so they can learn from each other and find those connections, that power of association. 
that will give them the opportunity to pick up the phone call and know somebody to call to just get some guidance. And it's so important. Yeah, I love that. And 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 just I also remind you know re- recalling what you were mentioning earlier about you know we could be preparing ourselves, but how are we preparing ourselves in today's economy with what's going on like in real time? So I'm really excited that you're going to be you know tying that in to to because. Exiting rich is going to be important at any moment of the economy, but you know, knowing how to best optimize, you know, yourself and your portfolio in today's market, which is, uh, I'm just pumped about hearing that from you, and so honored and so excited to have you there in May. Um, so as we transition, uh, you know, to today's interview, excited to, you know, jump into the, the the topic of creating a personal financial plan, and and I want to go there in a moment. But we we would like to kind of kick things off with a deep question because you know Andres and I and I know you're probably like this too, Sharon. Like to go deep. We're not here to waste time. We want to go deep um, and real. So the question is, what lesson before we get into the personal financial plan and that good stuff? What lesson has taken you the longest to learn? Um, probably progress is better than perfection. That's something that I still work on every single day. So so many people want everything to be so perfect. And they lose sight of the foundation that they're building, and, and the fact that uh, progress is what you want. And and you know you don't have to do everything yourself. Business is a team sport, and so many of us through school we're trying to do everything on our own. So we try. We don't want people to know we don't know something. And so overcoming that fear of not knowing something to understanding that we don't know what we don't know. So bring in the right people to help you chart your course. Because when you have a mentor, they steer you around pitfalls and accelerate your path to success. And as you mentioned quickly, you know what's happening in the world right now, it's so important to stay on top of the market because seasoned investors, when we see this volatility, we get excited. We start getting yeah. our cash on the side, ready to jump in when we see those good deals, whereas a lot of people get scared and they hide away and they, you know, sell everything. Standard of, you know, buy low, sell high gets inverted because of emotion and high emotion, low intelligence. And that's what we want to try and help people be able to get through that, to learn what they need to do, to find the right people for consulting, have the right mentor, and then really do your due diligence on a property because no matter what the market is, there's always a deal that can be found. You might have to work a little harder. And that's, you know, the, the fear in the market right now is kind of as a, we've been in the lull of success for a couple of years where everything was just going great and real estate was just continuing to go up, 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 and up. And now there's volatility in the market, but volatility means opportunity because the most successful businesses solve a problem or serve a need. We have a few problems and a few needs right now. The issue is determining what is in your niche, what do you wanna do, and how can you create that into a business that will support other people and you end up making a, a, a profit as a result of helping others. I, I just wanna go there very quickly. So what do you see right now in this economy that there are the biggest needs in real estate and how can the investors listening can either pivot or create a business that will fulfill that need? Well, there's a lot of um, things that are happening right now and that uh, I would, I don't know if I can rank them in order, in order of priority because time will tell. 
but we have a lot of um, arm mortgages that are coming due. So there are going to be a lot of homeowners that are at risk because they can't afford their new mortgage payment. It was fine when it was at 3% or 2%. Now that it's going to be at 5 or 6 they're upside down. And so you're going to have an opportunity um, in being able to help these pre-foreclosure um, opportunities and maybe even help them stay in their homes. There's also the, op the, the issue is now with mortgages at the rate they are, we have a lot more opportunity for creative financing, seller financing, um, ways to come in and solve that problem to help people get in the properties that they want. And so again, there's never been, it's never been easier to invest in real estate because now we have REITs and, and op syndications that you gotta get into. But you understand what your own personal plan is and don't try to do everything. Focus on one area of real estate um, and get the right team around you. Stay educated because the market is changing pretty quickly. You know, when you, one month we're saying the prices are going up and the next month they're falling 40%. So if you haven't paid attention, you could be in, in a world of hurt. So it's very important to educate yourself and don't try, don't try to do it alone. Surround yourself with other people. Pay attention to this podcast. And, and to jump into that idea of, uh, you know, so many of the women we talk to, you know, they, they, they've done some deals, right? They may have five to 10 properties, they're growing their portfolio, but it gets to a point where sometimes you're in like, a, you're on the rabbit, you're on the wheel, you're on the rabbit wheel, buying a property or selling a property, refinancing a property. And you may not really be connected to like, what's your overall financial plan? Now, financial planners do this wonderfully, right? Because they're, they're and, and they're, they're looking more at paper assets and, and nothing against paper assets. But the idea is how do we really then say, okay, we want to invest in real estate. Maybe we want to diversify across assets, so that, you know, in terms of businesses or what have you. Women want a plan. We love a plan, and then we want to execute the plan. You know, certainly the women in our community. So curious to get your thoughts around. You know, the women listening know the power of of putting this on paper, whether it's Excel and knowing their properties. And you know, what what are some beginning steps to say, okay, I want to create a plan that includes real estate. I want to include. I want, and I also obviously need to know where I want to go, right? Because the whole point, when I want to retire, income I want to make, passive income, et cetera. What are some of those beginning steps that women can say, yeah, I want a better plan, not just I want to buy two rental properties a year. I want a holistic plan. What are some beginning kind of questions they could ask themselves or their spouse together to kind of create this, this holistic plan that they can really uh, use as a map for themselves? Well, a map or a plan doesn't do any good if you don't know where you are today. And so many people don't know where they are financially. They put their head in the sand. They don't really want to know because they know it's bleak. And so the first step is really to determine where you are financially. And if you have a spouse, um, it's important to understand that your credit score is different from your spouse. So don't rely on your spouse's credit score. You need to make sure you're standing in your own power. And yes, I've been married 42 years and I definitely love my husband. And um, But at the same time, it's important for women to realize that their financial life is separate and apart from their husband's, even if they have a joint, everything is joint. So that's a really important thing for women because so many women find themselves, um, their, their spouse dies or they get divorced and they have no credit. And they are literally, um, shut out of the opportunity to create financial opportunities because they don't have a history of credit in their own name. So that's a huge issue for women. 
And I think the next step is to make sure you understand your financial life. How many uh, women um, sign their tax returns without really knowing what's in them? Oh, gosh. I just took a deep breath right here, right? (laughs) Yes, a lot of them. And because they're giving up control and responsibility to their spouse, and then here's the tax return, dear, just sign it here. No, understand the components of what it is so you understand your financial position. And then as you start planning on buying additional properties, the first step I go is, you know, figure out where you are and then determine what your living expenses are. Because that's a really good benchmark. Because you're financially free when the income from your assets exceed your monthly expenses. So maybe your monthly expenses are 10,000, maybe they're 30,000. So you don't, it doesn't have to be millions and millions of dollars of assets to generate that kind of passive income. But that gives you your time back. That gives you your freedom back. You're financially free at that point. So understand what that number is. And is there a way for you to make that number smaller? And so that you can then have a goal of income producing assets. And it's like a thermometer, put it on your wall. Okay, this one's giving me a thousand a month. Okay, I need another nine or another 14 to get to where I want to go. And that's measurable. We talk about smart goals. Well, so many times we have this pie in the sky idea, but it's not measurable. So we have no way of gauging our our success. So set up the long-term goal, but then set up benchmarks along the way so that you can be proud of yourself when you hit that first benchmark. And that gives you that motivation and courage to keep going. But yes, when you talk about diversification, financial planners talk about diversification across paper assets, stocks, bonds, mutual funds. I teach diversification across all asset categories, business, real estate, paper, intellectual property. And that provides you the greatest stability in changing markets because the real estate may go down, other property, you know, other assets go up. And so make sure you understand true diversification across asset categories and make sure with every dollar you make, you have a choice. Are you gonna spend it so it's forever gone? Or are you going to invest it? Same thing with your time. Are you spending your time exchanging time for money? Or are you investing your time in buying, building, and creating income-producing assets? And yeah, it's not easy up front, but it's easy when you get to that point where you know then you are financially free. I, I think diversifying is a beautiful word. And I think that I also think that a lot of women might be looking at it as lack of focus. Yeah, and th- then they have this battle, in- battle inside their head in terms of, I, I can barely take a shower because of my schedule and everything that I have going on with my real estate business. Now you're telling me that I need to diversify and learn how to do different types of business. I see the benefit but in my head, wouldn't it be better if I just, you know, put all my focus and my energy in here? I think that what I want to get from you, Sharon, and correct me if I'm wrong, you're not asking for them to to stretch this, themselves so thin that they are starting so many different things at the same time. And then they, they're like starters or rookies across the board. Is there a path to diversification that you would recommend? 
Well, I think, you know, when you first start out, you have the ability to, um, may not have the cash to buy a property, a standalone property, but you have enough cash you can invest in a REIT or other stocks and bonds. And so you have, you know, and if you, when you invest in real estate, you buy that first property, it is a business. That's what a lot of real estate investors don't get. You know, you, that is a business. And so you are now a business owner and that, in, whether you're fi fixing and flipping, that's a business. Whether you're long-term buy and hold, that's a business. And the issue is to focus in one area and become good at it so that you have that expertise. Because when you become good at it, it gets easier and you get your time back. And so, yes, you don't want to be starting all these new things at the same time where you don't have the knowledge to do them correctly. But also make sure you have a mentor. Make sure you have the people around you that you can call and ask a question. Because that power of association is something I teach across across the board. Um, I taught the personal success equation. So you have your passion and your talent, P plus T. And that's all about what you want out of life and your, what you're good at. All right? You may not be good at everything. More than likely you're not. So you have your passion and your talent. Most of us stop there because we think we have to do everything by ourselves. And outside the passion plus talent is a times a association. Having people on your team who are strong where you are weak, having those mentors that help accelerate your success. They will help you understand how to diversify. And then times a taking the action, doing it. How many times do we know what we're supposed to do? We just don't do it. And then the final component sometimes is the most important is plus F faith, faith in yourself. Faith in your own abilities, faith in your pathway, faith that you will succeed, faith that what you're doing is needed and necessary. And usually when I'm working with people, I'm mentoring them, is the power of association and the faith that they need the most work on. They've, they've had people that help get them here, but they, those same people can't get them to the next level. They don't have the right people encouraging them, challenging them, um, you know, exposing them to new opportunities. And... They have that lack of confidence. I'm not good enough. Easy for her to say. Um, I'm too old is one of my favorites these days. Um, and so those things go hand in hand. And when you have the right people around you and you have a day that you're not confident, they will let you stay there. And that's so important to understand that business is a team sport. And you know, real estate investing can be a lot of fun, but it also can be disastrous if you don't have the right education, the right people around you. So Sharon, are you are you translating faith into confidence in themselves? Is that the yes. the analogy here? Yes. So the, the confidence is is also another beautiful word here. And a lot of people say, well, people are born with confidence, people gain confidence. So if if naturally some some folks are not like walking in a room with the most confidence what can they do in order to besides besides uh, which i totally agree right the power of association a hundred percent what can they start doing in order to gain baby steps that they can gain confidence well a lot of times it starts by looking back to figure out what maybe where that fear came from because that lack of confidence is fear-based and you may have been raised by parents who said money doesn't grow on trees, we can't afford it, pinch your pennies, save for a rainy day. 
And so you grew up in a household where money negative, money negative, money negative. Every time people talk about money, it was negative. And so it, it creates the subconscious mindset of scarcity that can ruin your life. Mm. And so when you get to the point where you can recognize that, it almost becomes comical. And then you can re- let it go to realize we live in a world of abundance. And then we have control of our thoughts, our words, and our actions. And self-confidence starts with your thoughts. And so you control your thoughts. Instead, you, in your mind, you may say, I can't afford it. Well, change those words that you say into how can I afford it? When you ask that question, how can I afford it, it triggers your entrepreneurial spirit. It triggers your subconscious and it goes to work trying to figure out how you can afford it. So you're turning a negative space in your brain into a positive space and your brain can't hold positive and negative simultaneously. And so you're t- you're turning your entire outlook from negative lack of confidence, la- you know, lack of everything to let's find it. How can we create something that we want? So it's positive, it's yearning, your entrepreneurial spirit gets triggered. And then your actions are based on hope and productivity and opportunity. Top real estate investors love to talk about how they save so much on taxes. But how are they able to build rental property empires while skirting Uncle Sam? 1031 exchanges. 1031 exchanges allow you to defer capital gains taxes while you sell an investment property, exchanging your old property for a bigger, better one and avoiding the tax man while you do it. And that's where First American Exchange Company comes in. They're the leaders in 1031 exchanges. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just starting, First American Exchange can help you with simple rental property exchanges, complex commercial real estate investments, reverse exchanges, and more. Don't let your taxes eat into your profits. Visit First American Exchange Company at firstexchange.com or call them at 800-556-2520. That's firstexchange.com or 800-556-2520. Keep your money in your pocket and propel your portfolio further at firstexchange.com. First American Exchange Company does not provide tax or legal advice. Consult your financial, real estate, tax, or legal advisor about your circumstances. First American Exchange Company. Safe, smart, secure. You're trying to close on your next rental, so why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. Modern investors deserve better. They deserve Steadily.com. At Steadily.com, you'll get fast, affordable landlord insurance available online 24-7 in just a few clicks. You can even get next-day coverage, which takes just minutes, by the way, to obtain. And you can do it all from your phone. Steadily was founded by landlords who created insurance products tailored to the unique needs of this industry. It's their sole focus, and that's why landlords nationwide consistently rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars. So whether you've got a single family, short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Tell us more about the actions, because I, 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 you know, I think that's a big one for a lot of the women in our community where they, once they get going, I mean, it's statistically, right, women outperform men. That's not a new statistic. So we know once women continue it or keep growing it, their decisions are usually on, are, are, are right, because they're, they are they are kind of uh, based in more conservative analysis, and they, they, they go in on things that make sense and aren't just, you know, flip it, so so to speak. So we know once they do take action, right, they're going to make, they're going to probably take the right action. But I think it's the movement of, you know, the thought, the feeling then to the action. And, and it's really, it's like, that's the gap, you know, and I think that's what we are so passionate about, what we're up to with, with our community. And, you know, it, it's so, what have you found to be ways that women can, with ease and not be hard on themselves, because you have to do this with grace, um, and without perfection, but move into action quicker. Well, recognizing that you're not alone, that this is you know, very normal for women and particularly to stay in their comfort zone. You know, it's not something they've been exposed to. So it's hard to step out that, of that comfort zone and realize that, you know, you took put a little toe outside and it's not so scary when you're out there. So you take it and put a foot out there. And again, don't try to do it alone. Find a group or association or a webinar or a, a event to go and start educating yourself because it's, that's how you find those associations. And so the best way to get over the fear and start taking action is to put yourself in an environment, right? Control the environment. And in, in Outwitting the Devil, I talk about how overcoming fear, knowing what your purpose is, all right? learning from adversity yeah we learn by making mistakes and mastery over self dedicating time blocking i'm going to start learning about ed, um, real estate investing but then it's also controlling your environment when you have been in an environment of thinking small when you've been in an environment of you know real estate investing is risky don't do it um, it's easy to stay there and what happens is you start stepping out and they, and people around you pull you back. Sometimes it's your own family because you're doing something and they're not. And that's when I, you know, I share with women, change the way you're looking at that. It's not that they don't want you to succeed. It's that they see you're doing something productive and they're not. So they're actually reacting out of their own fear. And so give them some grace, put a little cone of protection. Don't let them pull you back understand that you have an opportunity and then spend less time with those people and spend more time with people who are actively investing actively looking for real estate deals because you will feel that energy you will feel that opportunity and you'll say how can i participate tell me more and all of a sudden you're seeing your subconscious is shifting to not what's not possible but what is possible I, I love that. I, I read the book, I went in the devil many years ago. And I think that when, when we hear about putting together our own financial plan, 
Well, I think about assets, paper asset, business, and different things. But what we are talking here is much bigger than that. It's more like a holistic financial planning where the mindset and our views of things, of letting go of things, unlearning a lot of different types of behaviors and patterns that no longer serve us, it's part of it. Your mindset I, about money is everything. And you cannot change your habits if you don't change your mindset. Um, I mean, we, we've all heard of the sports stars who make millions and millions of dollars, and then five years after they retire, they're broke. Lotto, lottery winners that you know lose everything in a few years. And that's because they did not educate themselves. They did not change their mindset about money. They had a poor mindset, and they still do because they've not trained themselves. And so mindset, every, every course I've written, every seminar I talk about, it's that power of your mindset. You have to address your thought process in order to create and open yourself to the ability of, of wealth. Because financial education is the gift of a lifetime, because unfortunately, we're still not teaching it in school. And so we have to teach ourselves, teach our children the opportunity to understand how to buy, build, and create assets and just Pla plaster that word everywhere, my favorite word on earth, asset, right? Buy, build, and create assets. Everything you do, are you exchanging time for money or are you building an asset? And focus on investing your time, not spending your time. And that's how you start incrementally increasing your wealth to the point where you are financially free. I, I you know, love the word asset. I just wanted to say, I yeah. learned that word asset. I was born and raised in Brazil and I moved here and I think I learned that at 32. And I'm proud to say one more time, I'm proud to do really, but my son at seven, he, he knows that because we, I use it. We talk about it, right? We, yeah. we talk about what is the difference between rich and wealthy? What is an asset? Is that producing? It's not producing. It's, it's it starts there I think that the the mindset in, in, in many of us right to let go of that mindset it's basically letting go of our own identity that we had prior so I I completely agree with you that being part of a controlled environment I don't, it's, it's by osmosis, you can behave a different way because yeah. everybody where I am now think like that and behave like that and live a life like that. I, I love what you're saying about the, the controlled environment. And I also think like the, it's an environment inside our own head, right? Because we are all our biggest enemies. And I will challenge one use of one of the words that you said, identity. It's not your identity, it's your programming. And we're all beautifully perfect. God made us all to be the perfect version of ourselves. And but we early at early ages we get our mindset gets programmed with negative scarcity thoughts, and so we need to release those thoughts and realize that we do live in a world of abundance. It does not identify you. Your identity is perfect, and the issue is the choice is again controlling your thoughts, your words, and your actions. And so everybody has an opportunity to create wealth in their lives. The issues are: are you going to identify? Are you going to reprogram your process, your processing CPU as it relates to money, and find the right people and put yourself in the right environment so that you can create wealth? And you know, assets. One of my 
the last couple of years, I, one of my taglines is assets are sexy. Because as you get older, the assets get sexier. I mean, that gives you more, your freedom, your time back. And so it's really important to think about you know, that generational wealth. Yeah, I, I, my mind goes in a few different directions. But, you know, with with children especially, because, you know, I, I also have young children, and so much of it is is their confidence. So, you know, and as we're saying, but it's it's interesting. It's confidence as a child. Because I think about, even in my own therapy, right, my own work that I've done my own self, what's interesting is you start to go back and you start to say, okay, uh, it's all about staying safe and being protected, right? The things we choose to do unconsciously, subconsciously as a child and in and, and, and our teens. So as I'm developing and growing myself in my 40s, you know, um, I see the same things happening, right, to my nine-year-old or my five-year-old. So how do we shift their mindset? And I just want to share a quick thing that I'm doing with my son. So um, I'm, I'm listening to uh, listen to to Mel Robbins' podcast, and she talks about her her high five habit, where literally she gives herself a high five in the mirror. And and most people are like, you know, what is that going to do? But the amount of science that goes into appreciating yourself and and feeling good about yourself is is incredible, and it really makes a difference. So I'm like, you know, I want to I want to do that again. So now my son says to me yesterday, he goes, you know. Can we do a sticker chart? I want to buy a new Nerf gun, you know? And I said, I'll do a sticker chart with you. We're not buying a Nerf gun though. He's like, well, what am I, what am I going to get? What am I going to do? I said, well, I'll, we'll, we'll do something with, with maybe finances and you know how it goes. We do four things with money. We invest, we save, we spend, and he knows the, the four buckets. I said, you can set, spend what you want. Uh, I'll, I'll, you know, we'll, we'll look at that. But well, he's like, well, what am I going to do? Chores around the house? I said, well, no, we're going to do something different. We're going to do the high five. So I'm going to make him for 30 days, twice a day, he has to do it to earn his 30 stars, um, do this. Because I know for, for him and who he is, that mindset of appreciating himself and feeling confident is what he needs right now, big time. So he's like, all I have to do is give myself a high five. And the mirror, I'm like, yep, you have to do it twice a day and you have to smile at yourself. He's like, all right, I could do that. So we did it this morning. He's like, this is corny, mom. I'm like, I don't care. We're doing it. And then he's like, feel good. I kind of like that. I feel good. I'm going to school. feel good about myself. I'm like, it's good stuff. So I say that because as we're learning and growing and figuring out our own mindset, like you're, so, you're saying so beautifully, Sharon, we need to share these things with our children um, and incorporate it in the way they understand, just like Andressa shared at the beginning. I'm going through appreciating myself because of my own journey. I'm in my 40s though. I want my son to get that when he's nine. I don't want him to wait till he's in his mid 40s to figure this out. So our our shift of mindset has to be translated to the, to our children in real time, though, as we're learning and growing. I just wanted to say that because it's something that's coming up for me. No, I love it. I think that's great. I mean, when uh, COVID hit, I started a daily, um, like I call it daily ATM deposit, abundance tips and mentorship because um, so many people were surrounded by negativity. I wanted to just. Show, shoot out a positive message. And at the end of each one, I go, you are fabulous. Say it with me. I am fabulous. Yes, you are. For the same thing. We just have to start feeling good about ourselves. But I applaud what you're doing. I always talk about the, the famous science um, fair at school where you walk in and you can see which ones, which projects the parents did, right? <laughs> <laughs> and so the issue as a parent, are you being an enabler or are you being a mentor? And what happens with our kids is they see this and we think 
oh, they love me as a mom because I helped them get this done. Well, in their mind, they're saying, mom didn't think I could do it on my own. Mm -hmm. So why bother next time? And so that they takes away their initiative. But instead, thinking of uh, with a child, if you allow them to set a goal, because in this world, of we want our kids everything we didn't have, and we can charge it. Just charge it, mom, is the mentality we see. But instead, if you let your child set a goal, let allow them to work towards it, achieve it, and celebrate, what you see is their self-confidence increase. But we're so in a hurry. Everybody's in a hurry. So our kid wants something, they get it. You know, and it's like, wait a minute, let's, let's set a, a goal that they need to work and earn and then let them celebrate. And the, the greater benefit than whatever they buy is their self-confidence and the fact that they did it on their own. And that's really important. That's priceless. That's generational wealth to me. If I can ingrain or not ingrain because it's from the inside out, right? But really support him to 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 be who he truly is yeah confident you see the stories of some of the wealthiest people on earth had very poor upbringings and they did not have parents who cared about them and they had to scrape and scratch and get whatever they could but in doing so they understood that if they wanted something it was up to them to figure out how to get it mm-hmm. and that 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 feeling of accomplishment of it's if if it is to be it's up to me not relying on somebody else is what drove them through tremendous success now obviously it's preferable to be in a loving home but those loving parents need to love their children enough to allow them to establish their own identity and to be able to learn how to be self-driven instead of directed so, Sharon, in terms of financial planning, what are the biggest mistakes that you have seen people making it? In, in creating a financial plan? Correct. Um, well, t- the biggest mistake I see is people um, make a financial plan that is t- completely unrealistic. You know, I want to make a million dollars by um, in six months, and yet they have nothing that's in- producing income yet. All right. That's really, you know, smart goals are, you know, specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time time bound. And so making sure that your goals are realistic and then having benchmarks along the way is what gives you that confidence. And so when I'm dealing with people that have a lot of bad debt, Right, the traditional thing is to you know, attack the one that's the highest interest rate. I go, well, let's instead, which which credit card has the lowest balance? Let's knock that one off. Why do I say that? Because that all of a sudden you you've accomplished something, and then go to that highest interest rate. But again, it's all about motivation, and we talk motivation kind of comes from the outside. We want to convert the motivation of me getting them started to inspiration. And so they've paid off that lowest balance. Now they're inspired that they could do that. So now let's get the next one. Because too many, we've been in a world where people do things for us. And that inertia, we have to go for it. You know, we've heard the, the phrase, 
I see the light at the end of the tunnel. I go, stop it. Because that means you're waiting for someone else to bring you possibility. Stand in your own power. Be your own beacon of light. And if you do that, you attract others that want to be part of what you're doing. Yeah. And and the, and the celebration piece comes from when you achieve those smaller things and those smaller steps. And that makes all the you know world difference you know for so many versus the buying of the asset well that's that's like the big goal but if you're holding your breath to feel good until you get there you could be beating yourself up along the way what you hadn't done how so we're we're also really big fans of suggesting to a lot of the women in our community of just celebrate the small steps you know uh just and i joke because i like to run and she doesn't and she's like i got i got new sneakers and, and we're like, I'm like, that's awesome. Like, that's a celebration. She didn't go running, but she got new sneakers to go running, right? That's a, one, that's one a step, one step closer. Yeah. One I step closer. So I think micro steps. My team laughed at me because I said, we're going to celebrate little wins. And so we would have a weekly meeting. I go, I come to the meeting with your little wins. And it really makes a huge difference because that, it, it increases the energy around you. Love it. Sharon, this has been amazing, just like our first interview with you. And so, so, so excited to have you in May, noting our conference on generational wealth. Um, where can the ladies listening learn more about you and follow along you on your amazing journey? Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate both of you. And I'm absolutely looking forward to being with everybody in May. And um, I, my website is SharonLector.com. I'm in social media, Sharon Lecter everywhere. Um, the personal success equation I told you about, you can get a free download ebook related to that, helping you to identify your own personal success equation if you go to personalsuccessequation.com. But please reach out to me. My email, info at SharonLector.com. We really do respond, so let us hear from you. We'd love to um, get excited. If there's something specific you want me to talk about or questions that you have, send them to me because we're, we're going to have fun in May. Awesome. Now we're going to transition to our fabulous three questions. And the first one, Sharon, is what's the most transformational book you ever read? It cannot be all the amazing ones that you wrote. <laughs> so my, my 27 books are not part of that. Okay. <laughs> well, Think and Grow Rich, ab absolutely. I read it when I was 19. I didn't realize the impact it had on me until I was in my 30s. But um, absolutely, it was. And then, of course, having the opportunity to bring Napoleon Hill's manuscript out when to the devil was just hugely transformational for me. That That is a transformational book, and I highly recommend We're going to put the link here. Uh, ladies, uh, really read it. You're going to be thinking, was this just, like, when was this written? Because it's so, it, it can't be outdated. And it was no. written, when was it written? So many months ago. Yeah, it was written in 1938 and locked away for 73 years. I It's just unbelievable. Yeah. It's so like updated. It's amazing. Um, and then let's go to the second question. What's the most powerful routine that you do to create a financially free and balanced life, whatever balance we see you? Well, I do, um, you know, I, I don't ever concentrate on the money. So let me, what I do every single day before every interview, before we started this interview, before every speech, I say the prayer of Jabez. It's a little prayer that's in the middle of the Old Testament. It really is, you know, um, it's a four-line prayer. Dear God, bless me indeed. 
right? I'll make enlarge my territory, meaning allow me to impact more people than I could imagine. Let your hand be with me, which means deliver your message. Let me deliver the message that I'm supposed to today to this audience, to this group, and then and that I may not not be harmed or cause harm. And so it's a matter of a lot, basically giving it up to a higher power, knowing that um, I want the, to know that I am delivering a message this one, that he wants me to deliver. So the prayer of Jabez is a really a guiding light for me. The other thing for me is always to challenge myself. Um, and I will leave this for everybody. I want to ask you a question. When was the last time you did something for the first time? Because if you can't come up with the answer right away, that means that you may be living in your own comfort zone. Challenge yourself to do something different, experience something different every single day. When was the last time you did something for the first time? Love that. Already start thinking about it. <laughs> last question, which women, famous or not, has inspired you the most? Sandra Day O'Connor is a uh, was a, a friend, and obviously, as the first female Supreme Court justice, she was she's she's an incredible woman. And then Barbara Barrett also um, has an incredible history. She was an ambassador, and then she was the first head of the New Space Division. And she's a dear friend and just an incredible, incredible human being. Both of them were very humble, are very humble, and yet create great impact. Sarah, sure, thanks again so much for being here and uh, just appreciate your time and energy and wisdom so much. So can't wait to see you soon. Well, I'm so looking forward to it. And I invite everybody listening and watching to please join us. We'll have a great time here in Arizona. Thank you, Sharon. Thank you. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to receive updates on our next interviews, go to our website, therealestateinvestor.com. There, you can subscribe to our show, become part of our investor community, and get updates on upcoming episodes. If you like our show, please share with other women who would benefit. And don't forget to leave us a rating on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. And as always, we encourage you to take one action as a result of today's show and put it into motion so you can live both a financially free and balanced life. Thanks for spending time with us. Ciao.